Hi, I'm Nikki. This is Tanya. This is the Thousand Eyes and One podcast. We're discussing season six of Game of Thrones. This is episode four, Book of the Stranger. Sansa has arrived at Castle Black. I was surprised that they jumped right into it. They opened the gates and it was Sansa. I could not believe it. This shit was so amazing. I did not expect them to get right to it after like three episodes of us complaining about how things were just moving too damn slowly. Yeah, but it, no, it was right into it. That was that was great. I was really excited about that. Great scene, great shot, great all around. I did not expect to see that at all. Not at all. And you're right. She went to Castle Black. Yeah. Did you um? Did you keep uh? How Tormund was looking at yes, Brienne. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't get to say that. I saw it yesterday. I was like, oh my god. Ooh. Like I watched like I watched it the first time and then I watched it again because uh, like, I was like, I missed something when I went and I watched it the second time and I was like, oh, look at those eyes. He was checking her out so he hard. Was. She was just like, do with this. It was like the woman of his dream walked through the gates. <laughs> I am so here for Brienne Giants Bane. Like I'm yes. I'm into it. I'm into I feel like totally Tormund's the only guy who could handle Brienne. He's he the is. only one. And Him Brienne and seems to be his dream girl. Dude, totally. I was like, I hope nobody missed that because that was huge. Big <laughs> 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 um, volumes for things to come. Yeah, who knows? Will she lose her virginity to a, to a, to a wildling? Mm-hmm. Well, is he going to steal her? her. <laughs> oh, yeah, prove his worth by stealing her. Yeah, wouldn't that be great if you tried to kidnap her? They'd be so bruised. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like the epic wildling marriage fight. Oh, man. So, Mel serves John now. She believes that he is the prince that was promised now. Since she was able to bring him back. So, the Lord of Light isn't through with him yet. Um, Nope. When when Brienne got there Mm -hmm. and was telling them what happened to Stannis how she killed him she didn't hold back either like she just straight out told them that she executed him and she didn't give a mm-hmm. shit and yep. you know she also told them she doesn't forgive so I, I imagine there's going to be some issues with Mel because Mel, Mel and Davos are yeah Mel and Davos are going to follow John and Brienne yep. will too because of Sansa so mm-hmm. there's going to be some type of conflict there there has to be <clears throat> Yeah, maybe something where, I mean, because she brought up, you know, that she defeated uh, Renly with blood magic, you know, assassinate. Right. She was, and everybody's been saying that she's, gone, that she's been crazy for all these episodes, and, uh, for all these seasons, you know? You right. didn't see that. What do you mean? It was a shadow, a shadow. It was a shadow. He was killed by a shadow. Oh, no, he was. He was. So I think maybe we're going to see, you know, her, like, good fairy influence trying to keep Melisandre from doing anything else like that, you know, and kind of, like, warning people. Um, who will now believe her because they've seen what she can do, um, warning people about what what her dark, fiery god is capable of. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. What did you think? What did you think about Sansa and Jon's reunion? Because I think this is the first time we've seen them talk to each other. I think it is. I don't remember them having any interaction. Like all of my memories of it are kind of just like just. 
I guess they're actually Catelyn Stark's interactions with him, you know? Um, and I guess just book interactions where she's like, oh, he's just, a, I have another brother, but he's just a bastard, you know? He's just a yeah. half-brother. Um, I think it was great. I think it was great. I like that she apologized for being an asshole to him. Um, I think that, you know, she's, I guess she's finally at the point where she's seen so much that it doesn't matter, half-brother, full-brother, you're still family. When you're all alone, that's, you know, he's all of it. She, she's all literally, she yeah. The only, yeah, that's all she's seen. <clears throat> and um, and I like the fact that they brought up um, the other the other kids. She's like they're out there somewhere. She's like Arya's out there somewhere because she knows they never found her. Um, yeah. Wait, did yeah. oh yeah, John didn't know that Arya was out there. And as far as <clears throat> he knew that he knew that Bran and Rickon were dead. As far as you know, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, but so. she mentioned Bran, Bran and Arya. She mentioned them all. Oh, so I think that she has faith that they're still alive. I don't know if at this point that they've heard that that uh, Rickon is, but well, she yeah, she, um, she said that Rickon is alive. She oh, like, wait, that's right. Because Theon right. told her. Theon right. told her. Okay. Well, he told her he didn't kill either of them, but you know, well, I don't know if she knows that Rickon got to Winterfell, but because of the letter, you know, mm. it's clear now that he is. Yep. Can we talk about that letter? The pink letter. The I was so letter. excited that they actually like put that part in although do you, you remember what i'm talking about the letter that he sends about having mance raider and the spear wives and you know yes like bring me yes, back my, yes my yes, wife yes. bastard and all that so i was really excited because it it you know pretty much stayed to it the only thing that was a little bit unnerving is that the original pink letter didn't have all that rape stuff in it and it's just mm-hmm. kind of creepy that they keep throwing in rape where it's like totally unnecessary yeah, I think a lot of people have something to say about that. Yeah, it's um, like the pink letter was bad enough. He said he's going to flay, you know, all of you. He said he's going to come kill you. You better give him his bride back, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. why do I have to turn in and I'm going to rape your sister? <laughs> like, I think probably because he, he knows that that's the only place that she would have gone. And that's the only horrible thing that we've seen. I mean, we've seen him smack her around, but, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to Sansa is the rape. So maybe just, like, for show purposes, they have to throw that in there. Yeah, it's just they're kind of creepy with like all the extra rape. Like, there's enough rape already, you know. <laughs> hold off on the rape. I'm yeah, like quite you, can, full. you can hold back a little bit. You know, we don't need all that rape. But um, yeah. So I was really excited about the pink letter, and I'm really surprised that John wasn't like all gung ho about going because I thought that reincarnated John was going to be completely ruthless because he's been murdered now. I was really well, surprised. Yeah, I was really surprised that he was so. Um, What's the word? Diplomatic? <laughs> no, not even. Yeah, yeah, he was so apprehensive about even going, following through. And it's like, Winterfell is your home. They just told you they have your brother and they're coming up there to, to rape your sister and that they're going to gouge your eyes out. It's like, really? Skip your eyes out with a spoon. <laughs> right. It's like, really? You're, you're going to try to sit this one out? And I, I just really thought that him getting murdered would um, just kind of change well, things a little bit. I think it's early. I think we still have, like, I think, I mean, I think we have some time to see him go dark. Um, I would like to see him go dark. Maybe not all the way dark, but I would like to see him go dark. Um, I think that, if anything, Sansa is going to be the motivating force behind this. Because even in that first meeting where they're sitting and she's drinking, like, ale with, <laughs> ale with her brother, um, she was the one. She was like, no, we're, it's our home. Mm-hmm. We're going to take it back. And I love, she's I love that Cersei about Lannister. right now. I love that about her right now. Yeah, you know, she's, she's very much, she's coming like Cersei. 
yeah, she well, she, she's not, you know, having sex with John. No. But <laughs> <laughs> not yet. It's cold ew. at the wall. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Um, no, I, I like who she's becoming. You know, she's mm-hmm. ready to go back and take her home. And young, well, younger Sansa was so ready to just give up Winterfell and go to the South and, you know, live this completely new life. She had changed how she was wearing her hair and how she was dressing so she could be a Southern lady. And now she's full northern Sansa she's even going back to wearing her hair the way she was wearing it in the first season with the two braids on Mm -hmm. the top which is like the northern Mm -hmm. style and you know the fact that now she's you know much nicer to John since he's the only family she has really and he's he's actually that I think besides that he's in a position of authority where he never was before Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. and I like that she apologized too for being such an asshole to him and you know he was gracious about it but she was such a bitch to him. Yeah. And it's just, I'm just happy to see that she's learned a lot from all her experiences and that she's not like this empty headed little girl. And a lot of people don't like Santa. <clears throat> um, and I feel like it's because they want her to be Arya. But, mm-hmm. you know, no, she's it's, not. It's like, but, but that's, you know, Arya being this warrior or even Brienne, that's not the only way to be tough. You know, and I feel exactly. like with a lot of women characters, the way they make you tough is you acting, quote unquote, like a man. And yep, yep, Sansa yep. doesn't. And so people don't like her. And, uh, you know, talking about Arya is a little bit of a, of a digression, but Arya is a sociopath. Mm-hmm. I don't want Sansa to become Arya. <laughs> you know, like she's gone past being like this tough kid. She's going full blown sociopath and just, you know, murderer. But again, mm-hmm. it, it seems that's how, you know, women characters are made to be tough. It's like the only way. But then you take a yeah, character no like halfway. Sansa. Yeah, Sansa's not a fighter. She doesn't know how to battle. But she's getting much better at, mm-hmm. you know, using her, her cunning and really understanding what's going on in the South. Yeah. You know, she understands the enmity between houses Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that John simply doesn't because, you know, he's a meathead who's just there to fight. Yep. You know, and, and in a lot John of ways, she, fighting. right, she kind of, re- she's starting to remind me of Elena. Elena's mm-hmm. a really strong female character. Who, Catelyn Stark, she, like her mom too. Yeah. Her you mom know. was like, I can't really fight. I mean, she if she had to, if it came down to it, like she would get physical too. But like, she was like, these are, I know how to use my brains, like for good or for bad and her emotions getting in the way or whatever. But she knew how... How to, she knew how to think. Mm-hmm. She knew how to think and how to try to um, put those thoughts into an action that was going to help out or like further her cause. I mean, obviously we see how well that worked out. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> but in, anyway, all of that to say that I'm, I like the progression Sansa has made and I like yes. that she's ready to go home and take her home. She's ready to put together an army and mm-hmm. she's just she's come a long way and i i, I love, love her it. as a character yeah I really me too she said with or without john i'm going to take back my home with or yeah. without you yeah <sighs> and i love yes, it that's I really a high five it. for your evolution as a character i approve yeah so sansa wins i love sansa um so in the veil Peter is clearly manipulating Robin <laughs> he is to bad. get what he wants. And I was trying to think about what is Peter's motivation for all of this? And as I realized, as I thought about it, I realized right now he knows that Sansa is at the wall. Mm-hmm. And 
he knows that once that gets out, it's going to be found out that Sansa was at Winterfell. Now that Bruce Bolton is dead, he can blame it on Ramsay. However he wants, he can claim Ramsay kidnapped her, whatever he wants to do. Um, I mean, that's what he said. uh, Right, exactly, that they were set upon and, you know, she was taken away. So what I kind of see happening is now there's a wildling army that's coming to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. The Vale army is going to be coming to Winterfell. And if the crown, when, when the crown finds out that Ramsay, quote unquote, you know, kidnapped Sansa, the Lannister army. Who is still wanted for the murder of, uh, of, um, for, of Joffrey. Joffrey, yep. Right. That's going to bring possibly the Lannister army to the north. I think something that's, uh, that is like really, that I was talking to my friend about this yesterday and I was like, the important thing about the Vale is that they have stayed out of this war the whole time. Right. They are fresh and ready to go. Like they had time to harvest their, harvest their crops and they're, they're probably stocked for winter and they've just, just they stayed out of the war because uh, Liza Tully was like, fuck this, <laughs> has nothing yeah. to do with me. I just yeah. want, right. it's so my daily They have their whole so, army, all of their knights. They haven't lost a single person except, you know, their ruler and a couple of <laughs> musicians. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah. they're, they're, they're ready. They're ready to go. And they're going to do, they understand that Baelish is, like, manipulating little Lord Robin, his little non-arrow shooting ass. And, uh, <laughs> like, they, they understand that, but they also know that it's a really delicate situation because at this point he's the only one that, that, uh, that Robin is familiar with and the only one who he trusts. He doesn't know the other lords of the Vale. He just knows them as men who are coming up and trying to marry his mom. Right. I mean, I guess we just didn't see that much of that in the show, but whatever he says, like, the fact that he, like, looked over and considered, like, congratulations on growing up and still looking that sickly, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Maybe they have him on a strict diet. You know, no, no food. <laughs> just gruel. Gruel <laughs> for three years, kid. But um, like that, he says, like, should we make him fly? Should we throw him out the moon door? He's still like, like we're still talking about the, the mind door? of a child. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't developed. It seems like he just stopped developing mentally. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but his he, focus is still. He, do we make him fly? And ask I think Peter so. what to do. I think he hasn't really, I mean, on one hand, you could say he hasn't developed, but he understands, like, his power here, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, before he was like, okay, mom says I can make this happen, and it's, like, kind of for my own entertainment. But now, like, I think he's kind of probably a sociopath in the same way as Arya, like, as far as that goes. But he's, like, he know he's going to be the, he would be the worst kind of king. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He would be just like, okay, I'm going to, I just feel like this today and, Goodbye. And, oh God. and that's he's clearly big. easily Peter, manipulated. Yeah, Peter's got to kill him before he turns on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm positive that Peter Baelish is going to kill him. Well, as soon but as he, he has what he wants, I think he's going to yeah. kill Robin. I think up until, up for now, he's still useful because you know, he, is the, he is the key to the veil. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the key to the veil. And he's just like, look at what he did. He brought him the, that falcon, which is part of their, right, um, their sigil. Part of their sigil. sigil. And he's like out there, you know, showing off his gifts. And the next thing you know, he's got bad news. Who was that? Who was the Lord? I forgot what his name. His name. Was. I think it was um, Jan Royce, Bronze Jan Royce. Yeah. Yes. 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 Lord Royce. And um, yeah, just to watch. And I think that that Robin is just going to see how Peter is twisting these other people around his fingers and kind of learn to do the same thing. Because right. we don't know that he's right. stupid. We just know that he's frail and childish. Yeah, and he'll never take it as 
Peter taking advantage of him. No, never, never. Good job, Peter. Yeah. Good job. So, I think that with the okay, so Wildling Army and Vale Army coming down on Winterfell, I think Peter's going to use that to get back to get into to stay in the good graces of the Crown, and to convince mm-hmm. them to come up there and find Sansa and all of that, um, so that he can take over, be granted. Um, be allowed to marry Sansa and become Warden of the North. I think that could be his endgame. And it goes back to what we were saying before about him basically mm-hmm. wanting to be Ned Stark or Brandon yeah. Stark, rather. Mm-hmm. With the whole, oh, yeah. Going back to the whole Catelyn thing. So I think that's possible that his... I know that in the books he had he brought up wanting to marry Sansa and was told he was too lowborn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, yeah but he, offered, he offered to marry her early on. And then right. they married her to Tyrion. Right. Uh, I don't. They didn't do that in the show, but we see how creepy he is with her always trying to kiss her on the mouth and shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that could be his endgame, to be granted Warden of the North, marry Sansa, who looks like Catelyn, and rule the North. I mean, that's not what's going to happen. It's absolutely not what's going to happen. Um, yeah, he has no claim now, because they know that, like, as far as, well, now they know that Rickon is still alive. Um, and, wait, did, I can't remember, I keep, I can't, I know I keep asking this, but did the letter where, where Rob legitimized um, John ever come to light in the show? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Okay, because okay, I'm also going to say that John would be the rightful heir, but, uh, but now he's still a bastard. It'd yeah, be I, don't, I don't before. think, um, I don't think that happened in the show. I think... I think maybe they discussed him becoming an heir, but I, I really don't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, I don't think so because they would have started giving reminders about it at this mm-hmm. point. So no, I don't think that 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 happened. But yeah, so Peter, <laughs> I know in one of the previews he does see Sansa. They showed it in a preview, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. was asking him, "Did he know about Ramsay?" But you know, obviously we don't have an answer on that. So yeah. there's definitely going to be problems that discussion i mean i'm excited i'm looking forward to that discussion and that conversation because well i mean how's he gonna talk talk out of that one i don't think he knew i really like be whatever i don't think he knew i don't think he would set his little morning glory down to be raped constantly um no i think he just saw a marriage of opportunity and convenience and political strategy and went for it but like we said, Ramsey just kind of appeared out of nowhere. And well, people I know that they, they knew about people him knew, the show, people knew. but I don't know yep. how much they knew about him. Because mm-hmm. it seems like people didn't know how cruel he was. Yeah. Great acting, Ramsey Bolton. I think he's kind of sexy. He's shit out of me. In like a, like a serial killer way. He's got like this, ah, buzz, ah. He's got, um, he's got like, ah. He's buzz. so intense. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just it's intensity. It's kind of it's kind of sexy. I don't know why this like psycho killer does it for me, but <laughs> yeah, something about the crazy in his eyes. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's the candles. The candles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what that's what I think about the Peter situation right now. Like his his what? end game is either his end game is to rule something. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he wants, the, well, then again, yeah, if he becomes, maybe he wants to take over the Vale and become Warden of the North that way. Mm-hmm. Well, the Vale's not really North, though. That's the East. 
No, yeah, it was to say Vale's warder, and you can't be a warden of more than one. Like I think he right. should be, because right now he's just protector, Lord Lord protector. protector yeah. Protector. But yeah, maybe he'll he'll be granted, you know, warden of the east, which you know the other Vale houses would hate. Yeah. And possibly well, put some put some puppet in Winterfell to rule, which yeah, absolutely Sansa is not gonna let that happen. She was. No, I'm she's still not. I'm still like crossing my fingers for Queen of the North. That would, oh my god, that would be so crazy. I mean, I guess until the little brothers show up, they, she would have to be. I mean, so I'm trying to think of what what Peter could do. He could be warden of the East and get to marry Sansa if like the brothers show up show up because then they'd really have no need for her there. Um, from like a lordly, I can standpoint. see I can but, see him wanting it, but it's, I just do not see that happening. No, she would. She I think if it, if they if they forced her to marry him, she would kill him. She'd have to. For what's we'll good and what's right, she'd she'd have to. <laughs> she, you know, she she. I mean, it would be fair. It would be fair because he's the one who's he's. The, it's his. All of this is his fault. Yeah, this whole thing is his fault, and I keep forgetting that. But then I remember, I remember the confessions, and I'm just like, oh wait a second, Peter Baelish, this is all you. Yeah. Which I, I I mean I can't lie I cheered when I saw him come back on the screen because I've been we've been wondering. I know. <laughs> like, Peter. He was on the Peter. he was on the road the whole time, just driving, yeah. traveling like get like, like Gentry. <laughs> rowing away, <laughs> rowing away. Yeah. Cool. Who's next? Marine. Tyrion talking about slavery. Right here. Tyrion meeting with the slavers. Yeah, when he said to them that, you know, in his time as a slave, he came to understand the horrors of the slave, the slaves of, I'm sorry, the horrors of slavery. He and came Ms. to know them. Yeah, and Miss Sandy said, you know, you, how long, how long, how many days were you a slave? And he's like, enough to, to know. And she said, not enough to understand. And, exactly. Oh, that shit was so real. Because mm -hmm. he was a slave for all of like a week. Yeah. You know, and, you know, he got whipped a couple of times, but he hasn't seen his family sold, you know. Yes. Or he has no idea. He doesn't, you know, he didn't get taken away as a child. He really has no idea. And when he said to them that as to ease out, to ease out of slavery and that, you know, they'd only have it for seven more years, mm -hmm. he thinks that's not a long time because... He truly wasn't ever really a slave. Like he got kidnapped yep. for a little while, mm -hmm. and for the for people who were the freedmen who were for, you know they're former slaves and they've lived in their whole life. Seven years is a long time. That's enough time that's for your, that's enough time to watch your family get killed and your children taken yeah, away. Yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, so seven years is a long time, and I get that he's trying to be diplomatic, but I agree that the slavers can't be trusted. No, they They're can't. I think he, and I think I think he knows that too. And I think he's used to doing dealing with those kind of characters. Um, but I guess it takes a different kind of person to be a slaver than anything that you've really seen in Winterfell, as far as like mer as the merchant class goes. Mm -hmm. um, on the other hand, it's kind of like what we were talking about last week with um, with regime change. You have to have some kind of system to replace. You know, you have to have a plan, and he's planning ahead. It's just, it's not a plan that, this, that the, anybody 
on there and is going to be happy about. I mean, even Daenerys, I think, would be pissed about it, but we all know that she's not necessarily qualified uh, to make <laughs> decisions. Uh, it's it's a t- it was a tough call. It's a tough call, but I think he had to give them something, yeah, uh, to make them listen. Besides the, the besides the, the the pillow slaves that he sent on his way out, yeah, <laughs> Sandy was not happy about that. You know what not was a- funny when um, they're talking about slavery, you know, destroying their economy and all that, and mm-hmm. when he said to them that you know there are other ways to make money, you know, slavery was ended in. There hasn't been slavery in Westeros for hundreds of years, and I grew up richer than any of you. And I was yeah. like, "Ooh!" <laughs> <laughs> yep, I love that. But it was a I good love point. That. It was a really good point. Like there, mm-hmm. there are other ways, and they just don't, you know. I mean, this is their main way, and so it would take a lot to change, how, you know, how they do it. But I, I see where Miss Sandy and Grey Worm are coming from. Yeah. They want to just kill them. And I get why you can't just run in and just kill everyone. Because, again, it becomes like a now what? Yep. But, and I'm sure that they, I'm sure they've got some kind of action plan. If we don't return, then, you know, right. go to war with Marine Hardcore. They couldn't handle, more dragons. They couldn't handle the war. Because <laughs> it would be, it's what, Yunkai, yep. um, Astapor, and Volantis. They couldn't handle a war. They don't have the people. <clears throat> they have the people and their dragons are untamed. Right. They have enemies outside. And then they have their the Sons of the Harpy within the city walls. There's no way. Yeah, and untamed dragons. They, there's no way they'd be able to, to fight a war and win. So, you know, I know Grey Worm and Miss Andy want to just go kill everyone, but yeah, that, that's, that's not going to work out. No, their plan, their plan won't work. They've got to stick with what Varys and um, and Tyrion are, are doing, and I'm excited to see that develop further. Because I don't think that I mean I'm, I think that, I feel like he's giving them seven years as like kind of like okay, let's let's work towards that. But I kind of see him moving faster than that. Yeah, um, I, was, I think yeah. When, when, once he's got like he's got them, he's given them something to chew on, and while while they're uh, while they're processing that, I think that he's going to put something else into into action. Yeah, I was going to say that they're definitely going to use Varys' talents right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said seven years, but, you know, Varys has been a slave before. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. You know, and he was someone who's, like, mutilated as a child, so he understands. And I think that, I think that he's going to use his talents and make something happen. It's not it's not going to be seven years of slavery in Essos. Mm-mm. Something else is going to happen. What it is, I don't know. But I'm excited to find out. Da, da, da. Before we talk about um, Vase Dothrak, can we go back to Winterfell really quickly? <laughs> yes. Um, Osha. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, was like, yeah. girl, what are you doing? What that, are right? you doing? Like, that's it's not going to work, work twice. Time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. I was her, like, I, she dude. was reaching for the nice knife so obviously, too. So obviously. And he'd put it there. So, do you, don't you love how he was displaying the apple when she came Yeah, in? yeah, that was, that was good. I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this was a problem. But yeah, I was like, girl, I what are you it. doing? Yeah, no. Stupid. As soon as he started talking about Theon, I was like, oh, fuck. He knows what's up. (laughs) It's coming. 
But I honestly did not expect her to die um, so quickly and so cleanly, I so mercifully. Was, I, yeah, I thought she was going to get flayed. Since that's I did thing. too. And, At least know, a little. Particularly flame. loves torturing women. Yep. Naming them after him, naming his dogs after them. Yeah, so I was I was actually surprised that he just stabbed her in the neck. She died a quick net death, so I guess she, she was did. lucky in that regard. Yeah, she's lucky. She's lucky. When I saw, I looked at your Twitter and I was like, ah, oh, man, she got it easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Osha, what are you doing? <laughs> That's all I kept saying was, Osha, what are you doing? Like, what was she thinking? And he didn't get any other information out of her, which, like, kind of boggled my mind, you know? Like, you know, who are these people? Are the Umbers really on my side? Or did they put you up to this? Like, there are so many questions there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's his biggest flaw. Like, yes, like, I say, okay, put set her up to make the move that she did, but then don't kill her right away. Right. Like, don't kill her right away. Like, well, slide he, the knife out or whatever, like, you have to do. But, like, take her down in the dungeon, torture her, and find out some information. Don't kill, like, he, he's too premature. He should... I feel like he should have kept her alive, unless he already knows what he needs to know, which I seriously doubt, because, well, I mean... Ramsey doesn't think things through, and that's what Roos complained yep. about with him. He just mm-hmm. dives in and murders. So stupid. She was she was useful. She would, she would have been the best piece of information. And he could have used her to help get Rick on the talk, too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> God. I wonder what's keeping him from killing Rick on. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, like I, I don't know if anyone but the Umbers and the Karstarks know that he's there. That might be enough, though. Might be enough. Um, I did meant to just say something about the direwolf's head that they threw on the table last week, and how when I first saw it, the, I was like, "Wait a second, that looks kind of small to be a direwolf." <laughs> just my thoughts of like, I don't really, I, yeah. Yeah, the head was small. <laughs> I think I don't. I don't think it was Shaggy Dog. But um, anyways, back to back to this week. Yeah, no, I don't. There's he has nothing to keep him alive besides to bait John into coming back to Winterfell. That's true. Because he's got it out for John, and maybe it's like some bastard, bastardly hate or something. Like I don't know why he hates John so much. Um, well, I think he hates John because he even though he's a bastard, could potentially have a claim to Winterfell. Because Ramsay mm-hmm. knows that he was legitimized. Yeah. Yep. Was to keep John from becoming legitimized and taking Winterfell. Especially mm-hmm. if the Crown finds out that Ramsay was hiding Sansa. Yep. You know, what's the, you know, for example, they say that they find out he was hiding Sansa and they, you know, if they took Sansa or whatever, and then they could legitimize John to run Winterfell and, you know, yep. have him swear some type of fealty. Yeah. I don't think that's until gonna the happen. But... Come of, until the brothers come of age or something like that. Right. Um, I don't. I don't think that that's what's gonna happen. But I could see Ramsey thinking that way because he was a bastard. Just because he was a bastard. Yeah. I guess that would be as far as as far forward as his thought process goes. Just because he's already been in that situation. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you think that you think that the Umbers might be uh, double agents? Yes, I do. I believe yes. it in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it in my soul. Yeah, I think I think that the Umbers could be double agents. Because remember last time, I could not understand why they would give up Rickon, yep. just to yep. just yep. to fight some wildlings. Yep. It's so funny as I go back and I listen to the podcast after they're posted. I like I'm like, oh shit, we should have 
talked about me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is why. They have to be on both sides. They have to be. Like basically playing the Manderleys, the, the, the role that Manderleys right, in the show. Right, that's what I was thinking. Um, so, so maybe, just maybe, the Umbers are going to turn cloaks when the Wildlings come and join the Wildlings oh, yeah. army. Yeah, I think it, I would love to see that. They don't have the other really, families but... yet. Hmm? They don't have the other families yet, um, Ramsey. No, he doesn't he have doesn't. the other families yet. And when the Umbers came, he was pretty much like, "Fuck you, dude! I just want some help to fight some wildlings, but I'm not swearing fealty, and I don't give yep. a shit about olds." Yep. So yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe you know, yeah. they're gonna play double agents. I would love that. I would that's love. What happens. I would Send love for. Um, for the Umbers to just join up with the Wildling army mm-hmm. and take, I think take down Ramsey. I think that's what happens. You set, you take Ram, or you you make your plea to Ramsey. You're like, okay, here's here's our little bargaining chip. You killed his what nurse, whatever, <laughs> call Asha, <laughs> his tour guide. And um, but then because you have that and you're kind of obligated to act now because um, what the fuck, what's his name? The Karstark dude is there to like you know to witness that. You take your troops and you go north, basically leaving Winterfell unprotected. And um, yeah, you go, you, you you spread your resources thin. But on the other hand, because that'll uh, be really interesting. I don't think I think Ramsay wants Winterfell too much to like leave it really unprotected. So I don't know. Maybe he sends Dreadfort men out. Who knows? Um, that's like I would like. I think what they're hoping for is that he goes north to fight, uh, help them fight the wildlings, and leaves Winterfell basically, you know, unguarded. But I don't think he's going to do that because he likes, he wants to keep Winterfell. And but even if he, even if he doesn't leave Winterfell, which Ramsay's totally going to leave. There's no way he's going to let a fight happen without him in it. Mm-hmm. But even if he leaves his guards behind, if the Umbers turn on him. And it's the Umbers plus the Wildlings, and maybe even the Vale. He won't stand mm-hmm. a chance. It's just too many people. Yeah. Sansa said he has five thousand people, and Wildlings. That's already two thousand. I don't yeah. know how many the Umbers have. Um, we don't know how many the Vale has. I don't know how many. How many but we know that have. they haven't. They haven't suffered any casualties or losses. So they've got. They've got an army. I and wish I remembered the number because there was a number. They somewhere in the books they said a number of how many nights there were for the veil coming. Um, I don't I remember no what idea. it was though. And you know what else would be cool is if so we get the veil and the wildlings coming down to take over, to take Winterfell back, and then if the Umbers change sides, the other northern families they're gonna fight for Sansa. They're oh not yeah, they're fight all for Ramsay. No, and they're not gonna let they're not gonna t- let the Lannisters take Sansa either. I mean, think of how distracted Cersei's gonna be once she finds out that Sansa is still alive. Yeah, she's oh, gonna be man, she's gonna forget her fights with the Faithmills and and um. Oh, we'll get we'll get to that. But yeah, no, that's um, dude, I'm the North is finally shaping up to be. Oof exciting again and I'm excited I, uh, I can't wait to see what happens I'm looking forward to some battles and some good intrigue and mm-hmm. and I like I, I'm kind of I kind of worried about Ramsey because not like for his safety but just I thinking about like how he did he's like he will go and take an army but he's also really good at taking a band of 20 men and sabotaging the fuck out of things yeah but with that I mean all he really did was like 
kill their horses and set their baggage trains and food stores on fire. They didn't come in and, and kill everyone. And then also, also Stannis's army was so weakened at that point. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. So the wildlings live for fighting. Like that's what they do. That's what they do. And they already, oh, con- they're already connected to the North. Plus yep, John saved I mean, their lives. Don't save their lives, and like they have more reason than anybody to not want to go north, to go not not to want to go back north, and to protect their new home. Yeah, and I mean, look it's how they look how they showed up for John. Um, for John. Yeah, yep. When he yep. was still dead, you know, they came out for him. <laughs> they so did. So if if it comes to helping him save his sister and his home, mm-hmm. I think that they're going to rally behind him. Yep. Also, so John was arguing with Ed, Dollars Ed, about mm-hmm. whether or not he's staying. And yep. he told Ed his watches ended because they murdered him. Yep. I feel like he should have gone a little bit deeper and, like, say, dude, like, I literally died. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I feel like he left it a little too open for argument. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't think so. I mean, Ed saw that he was dead. <laughs> they yeah. saw that he was but dead. But Ed didn't see it as him being freed from his vows. Right. And John, I think that's and John because said he said that he doesn't want to, he doesn't, I mean, it's an unprecedented thing, you know. Right. But, you know, <laughs> John, no John, didn't say, John didn't say to him, I'm released from my vows because I died. He just said, how can yeah. I stay here when they murdered me? That's what I mean yeah. by him not just well, flat here, out telling them, you know, I was dead. Plastic John. <laughs> huh? It's a classic John not explaining things all the way through. Hashtag which hard home. Died, which is why his ass died in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, he needs he needs to drive that point home. Like, he, mm-hmm. he died. Or some, his somebody does. Yeah. Maybe maybe it'll be Sansa. Maybe. Because she, she's wearing the big pants around here now. Maybe it'll be Davos. Yeah, or uh, Davos, one of them. Somebody's, somebody's got to do because John obviously is not good at explaining himself. Yeah, I can't imagine that they'll force him to stay though. Like he totally got murdered. No, no. Like you I mean, what are they going to do? He's in a, he's got a wildling army on his side. He did it what would, he could. It, it would need, they proved that they didn't want him. It would need to get out though that he did die and was released from his vows before someone takes his head off because they. Because they know he's supposed to be up north. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. That's what. It, that's that's the other thing. Um, yeah, because the word hasn't. I mean, I guess he wasn't dead that long. Word hasn't gotten out that the Lord Commander was was murdered. But that raven should have flown. <laughs> you know. But, but who would have sent that, it? I don't know. I don't know who's dead. And it. Sam was gone. I guess I don't know who they've got taking care of ravens now, um, since this isn't the book. Yeah, I don't know. I think that have. I mean, he got a raven, so somebody's saying. Well, no, that. it wasn't a raven. There was a writer uh, who came with the message. Oh, it was a writer. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it was I a Bolton. Was... It was a Dreadfort writer who came and brought the message. I should have shot him. Should have. But you're not supposed to kill messengers, Nikki. Yeah. We don't Send kill the... messengers, Nikki. You don't Send kill envoys. Back in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I'm thinking about like what like coming like what's going forward about the fact that Sam's supposed to like in my head Sam is supposed to get a letter saying that John's dead and then he's supposed to get another letter like Kareem and get another letter saying that he's still alive and Sans is alive and they're going back to Winterfell. That's what I want to see happen. We'll see. And oh my gosh, we still haven't seen much with Sam either. Ugh, there's still so much to cover. On a boat. There's so much to cover still. 
Yeah. We haven't met Randall Tarley. Nope. Oh, God, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, my God. Okay, let's talk about King's Landing real quick. I was going to talk about yeah. um, the Iron Islands. Basically, yeah, Theon's home. Asha's pissed. Um, he's going to support her. He's going to support King's her food. claim, which yeah. I really don't know if that goes to say much. I was happy to see him see her, and I was happy for her to call him out and be like, listen, my people died trying to feed you, and you backed in the corner like a little dog and did not want it, like literally, and did not want to come be safe. And I know that, and she was like, you know, I was thinking that, I was like, oh, but he's been tortured and stuff, and he's, and he, she's like, no, we got one of those pieces of you. He sent us one of the pieces of you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, you still should, you still should have manned up, bitch. Like, yeah. no, I think, no. I think also, like, she's used to Theon being so cocky and just arrogant, and I think yep. seeing her seeing him like that was probably really uncomfortable. And it's yeah, still it her little brother who she loves. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a combination of her being angry at him and feeling bad for him. Yep. Um, especially I'm since forward. he's going to support her claim. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the king's moot. I hope they use the I use, hope they use the dragon horn. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. I would that would love be that. so amazing. Um, All right, fire so Island. Iron Island. Um, so King's Landing. First of all, we find out that the high sparrow was a hoe. <sighs> He was all greedy and, you know, he did, he just had like women whores. Well, he was, he was, well, he started out poor, making shoes, simple sandals. And then he realized that if he became a designer, that he would make more money. And then he started <laughs> living the high life because he was balling off of his sandal designs. And then, and he, then he became, and then he became, a, became hoe. a hoe. And felt guilty about it and gave up that life and now wants to punish everyone. And, it's, and he woke I feel up like, and saw they were all naked in the same. And I feel like it's always the folks who are just lived as pieces of shit and just then found religion that turn into the worst zealots. They are the and he's worst. One of, and he's one of those. Oh, God. He lived this life of sin and did all these terrible things and, you know, was a glutton no, and he was like, lustful. It's and, not my fault that you can't handle your ale, bitch. <laughs> and now that he's found the seven... He's like this ultra zealot and is judging everyone. Yeah. And I think we were talking before about him, how he kind of just like hates the nobles. And it seems really personal because you don't mm-hmm. really see him coming down on common folk like that. Yep. I think that little twinge of jealousy is still there. Yeah, I think absolutely. When he when he's, was talking about that, I remember like all these times that you've been saying that he, that he wants to break down the royals. And I was like, you know what? This is confirmation for me because... He is jealous. He he had a taste of the lifestyle, and it was glorious, mm-hmm. and he just couldn't handle it. Um, and they can because they know nothing. They don't know. They don't know the difference. You know, they don't know what it's like not to have anything. And um, he's gone back and forth between both worlds, and it's killing him to just see. I think he's. I think he's jealous. I think he would like very much to like put shoes on his dirty little feet and wear like, <laughs> and stuff. Um, it was, but it was good to get that insight as to like you know what his motivation is and what's driving him, and why he's uh, so specific about targeting the royals. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just so heavily on the royals. Like I don't know. I think he just hates them because they're noble. They're they're what he aspired to be. Yep. And he went and he found well, the seven gods, and. They've continued living their lives. They want 
I think um, also with him, it's not only that he like he had a chance or an opportunity for him to rise high, and he did, and got to rub shoulders with them. It's that like even like being a noble person is not the same as being a merchant. You know, you're right. still not going to be fully accepted into their into their class. You're mm-hmm. still going to be looked down upon because you have to work for your money, and it's not just you know bestowed upon you through ancient ancestors and nobility. I lost my train of thought, but yeah. Um, yeah, they. So I think that that's the that's probably a little bit where the bitterness comes from. Not only that he had it and he lost, or he walked away because he made that choice, but because once he was there, he still wasn't accepted by them. Mm-hmm. So maybe it taught him that despite having the money and the wealth and the women, he still wasn't on their level. Yeah, and he still wasn't much more to them than this common cobbler. Exactly. And maybe that's where his hate stems from. Because I just don't think it's all religious. Hate I, just in your refuse, blood. I just refuse to be, I believe that it's all no, religious. No, 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 it's no. not. I think that if he was truly religious, he'd be like, okay, forgive them. They don't know what they do. And or they're rich them enough to or say, you know, or, you know, like try to get them to recognize their ways or be more generous with the poor or something instead of just like declaring all out war and trying to take the whole thing down. That's why I can't wait for them to, for him to be destroyed. Yeah. What happened? Where are we going next? Are we going to Marjorie or are we going to the small council? We can talk about Marjorie and Marjorie's Broken Loris. Broken bitch ass Loris and Marjorie <laughs> Strong. Like Marjorie, this bitch has been kept in the dark hole and she still has her fire and spirit. I was so, I was like, I'm so glad that she is not broken. I would not have been able to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how she coined or coded the seven pointed star, star back to him. <laughs> <laughs> as he was telling the story. She's like, well, I pay attention. They read the fucking book to me every day. Um, yeah, that was great. I'm glad to see that she's just kind of like biding her time and waiting for the right moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Elena trained her well. I'm, yeah. I'm very, very, very excited about it. Clearly and the no fact- one cha- uh, trained Loris. <laughs> yeah, he's, complete- no, he was- he's He's almost Theon level broken. Yeah, almost. He's ready to almost. die. Yeah, he's ready to die. He wants her to he give is. up. He doesn't want to and, even fight it at this point. And this is why I hate show Loris compared yeah, to book Loris. What the fuck, Book Loris would have fought to the death. Dude, they're just making... They're, like, they're really just making him some little gay weak man, which I really don't appreciate. Yeah. Oh, my God. Little gay guy's in jail, and he's crumbling. No. No, that's not how it's supposed to be. I really, really am... I, I'm, I hate his character in the show. I do. Yeah, I want him to still be, like, arrogant, tough guy, Loris. Yeah. Aspiring you know. to be the best knight in all the Seven Kingdoms. And they, they took it away from him, and I don't like that. I really, really, really don't. They've kind of just, like, minimized his character. And um, basically, he's, he's not really... It's like you said, you made him, he made, they made him super flat and two-dimensional. Right. You just know that he's a knight who's, who's gay. Yeah, that's it. Not or fair. no, not even he's a knight who's gay. They've made him into a gay dude who happens to be a knight. Yeah. Like his his whole show identity is just wrapped around, oh my God, he's gay. Oh my God, look how gay he is. And yeah. it's like he has so, there's so many layers where it doesn't have to be so heavily just like focused on his sexuality when there's so much more to him than his sexuality. Yeah. No, and then just to take all the fight out of him, I mean, I guess that you have you have your sister like inspire you or whatever. 
But I just, I think he's going to die. I think he's going to die in jail. Or they'll kill so. him. Or he'll commit suicide, and they'll take it as, like, some admission of guilt. And You don't think he'll get his fire back? I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I'm trying something, to think of what could bring it back. Runley's Coast? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he his sister is there, like, seeing us. You think, I thought that seeing her, like, even if he was a little broken, would have, like, been like, okay, like, fired him up a little bit, given him a little bit of umph. But no, she's got she's got all the umph and all the testicles in this relationship. Like, she's got everything, and he's just a sad, withering night of the flowers. I don't like him. Sad. Yeah. I wish I could. I want him to. Be, I want him to be stronger. I want him to have that Tyrell, uh, you know, growing strong. Like right. <laughs> he's not growing. He's withering pitifully. But yeah, cheers, cheers for Marjorie, because she's got plans and she's just gonna wait. And oh yeah, uh, she's I, ready to go. Yeah. She's, she's like, whatever it takes. I'm not gonna let them break me. I will do what they'll say. And yeah. Yep. 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 Um, so, Fast. small council. Small council. Pycelle and Tommen having their little private meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. And, you know, he's still terrified of Cersei, no matter how much of a Yeah, I like the little smirk that he gave her on the way out, though. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when, I, when we see, like, now Olena and Cersei are, they have common cause, and that's scary to me. Yeah. Olena and Cersei agreeing cannot like no good is going to come from this <laughs> and the <laughs> fact that they're encouraging her to just bring the Tyrell army I think that's when we're going to meet Randall Tarly because yep. he's a Tyrell Bannerman yeah yeah, yeah. oh makes sense right so he's makes a Tyrell sense. Bannerman he's like a well-renowned battle commander he's um, going to be a, a thorn in Cersei's side oh yeah oh yeah definitely that that's huh. that's going to be great <laughs> you know the army's gonna show up they're already threatening to cut off the food supply mm-hmm. um, and, and you know the uh, High Sparrow did say like if they cut off the food supply it's, it, it's gonna be blamed on them not the Sparrow yep. yep but you know we'll see what happens I mean I would love for them to take out the poor fellows what are they called the something warriors I can't remember um, I'm gonna say the sons of something in any case, yep. there's not nearly enough of them to take on a real army. No, 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 They don't no, even no, have no, real not. weapons. They have, like, Not even if the common knives. folk join them. And they won't because they're tired of getting slaughtered in wars. Right. Not having the protection. I like how as soon as, um, I like how when Cersei said that Marjorie's going to, they're going to have her make her walk of atonement, they were like, that shit will not happen. Right. <laughs> going to have two disgraced queens in the Red Keep. Right. How do they prevent that? I don't know. They kill everyone in the Sept. They get Loras to confess and kill himself. I, guess. Uh, I don't know. They kill everybody in the Sept. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> they were the blessed with cringe. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't see Marjorie doing an atonement. I don't see that happening twice in the show. Mm-mm. Another walk of shame. She's, she's too well loved. Yeah, that too. Like this, the small folk will love loved. her. She's a people's darling, so I really don't see them, like, you know, if anything, she'd, like, convert all of the people, you know? It all becomes super devout. And uh, her, her crimes compared to Cersei's are so minimal. Mm-hmm. You know, and she lied to protect her brother. 
that's far different than Cersei's crimes of regicide, incest, deicide, mm-hmm. you know. So a walk yeah. of atonement might not even. Yeah, I mean, we I don't think know. Maybe using it as a threat. I mean, last season the High Sparrow did say that the punishment depends on the crime. Um, when he was talking to Cersei, and she was asking when she when Cersei didn't realize mm-hmm. she was about to get arrested, mm-hmm. and they were talking about that and. He essentially said, you know, what the what the punishment is, you know, depends on the severity of the severity of the punishment is based yep. on the severity of the crime. So yep. I don't yep. think yep. he was planning for a walk of atonement for Marjorie. Um, Maybe not. I don't think he was. Planning Maybe for Cer- that. I mean. But you know, you're right. That never came out of his mouth, but came out of Cersei. So maybe that's what the ship that she's using, or I can't remember. Maybe Jamie said it. Um, that's what she's using to kind of start to get them to act. Because up until now, like the whole the faith has kind of been Cersei's problem, even though she's free, um, and they're just waiting for trial. Um, what is this? She's going to do a trial by faith, by the faith, um, so everybody knows that she's innocent, and then. And Cersei just chose a trial by combat, which I guess hasn't really come up yet. Right. No, no, it has, it has. Oh, yeah, they talked about it, I think, last episode with, um, mm-hmm. or the episode before with uh, Kyber. With Mace. Mm-hmm. Was it with Mace? In any case, well, it like, came up. It was at the small council meeting, yeah. Yeah, it came up. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, if this works out and the Tyrell army comes, I just, I'm ready for something good to happen. Like, I'm ready for someone to finally mm-hmm. get their comeuppance. Cersei got hers, mm-hmm. even though she's bitter yep. and angry. But now we, it's way more understandable. Yeah, she's 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 been brought down low. But I mean, it, it had it had to. Have, it was just too long of her getting away with all the shit she was getting away with. And I feel like Olena teamed up with Cer- Cersei is a terrifying combination. I think it's terrifying a little bit, but I'm kind of more terrified for Cersei than I am for the for them uh, being on this together because I think that Olena will use it as an opportunity. Like, I feel like both of them have to be like, okay, yes, we're going to be joined together in this cause, but they're both going to have, like, be planning kind of side plots to bring the other down at mm-hmm. the same time. And that, I think, is going to be really interesting. Well, now they have they a can't, I don't think they're going to abandon their... I don't no, think they're going to abandon, abandon their, like, their, their past animosity to, like... You know, just join for Marjorie, who Cersei hates anyway. Right. But, I mean, for Cersei, it's revenge. Mm-hmm. For Elena, it's protecting Marjorie and a little bit of revenge. For Cersei, it's pure hatred yeah. and revenge. So they need each other. More so Cersei needs yeah. them because she needs the army. Yep, she does. But, she doesn't have anything. Yeah. They've got everything. Mm-hmm. They've got everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want them to fall on the sept and just ruin everyone and get the spirals out. Who mm-hmm. knows what'll happen? There's still what six episodes. Who knows? Warrior Who knows? sons. Warrior sons. That's what they're called. Oh, yeah. that's gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that it with King's Landing? Uh, I'm trying to think if anything else happened that of no. Like I, I think I don't remember what Cersei and Tommen were talking about. Um. I don't remember. But it does, you know, what's really funny to me is that they look so much alike right now with the short hair. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, they look so much alike. The casting, yeah. good job casting. Because they, like, he looks like her. Like, uh, they're just, even like the facial features and some. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think I have. 
Yeah, he's always his, frowning. His, his wife sucks. His dad's dead. His brother's dead. His sister's dead. His mom is his, his dad. His dad and his his uncle are the same person, and <laughs> he doesn't he, he doesn't he doesn't know that yet, right? Mm-mm. He's not aware. Is he aware of the of the incest uh, allegations? Well, facts. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Is that what they talked about? Like Marcella knew, but I don't know Marcella, that Joffrey yeah. knew, and I, I think Joffrey denial but i don't think that tommen knows and maybe the breaking point will be that tommen maybe tommen kills himself maybe he finds out and kills himself no i don't see tommen killing himself i see someone else killing tommen who's gonna kill tommen do you think tommen will make it to the end of the season i think we talked about Um, that but i don't remember we did talk about this we did talk about this um I was. I said yes. I thought he would, but now as I'm seeing it kind of play out, I don't know. I really can't. I can't really call this. Interestingly enough, I I stumbled upon a Game of Thrones Deadpool. <laughs> I said, I, I sent you a link. Uh, check your Facebook. I sent you a link to it. Okay. And they've got like who's who's good, who's uh, like you know the odds for this character to make it out through the through the rest of the season and the rest of the next episodes and stuff. It's really really fun. I can't remember uh, what site it was on, but maybe we'll post that on the blog too. Uh, it was great, great. Game of Thrones, Deadpool, um, and he was ranked pretty high to die. <laughs> <laughs> he was ranked pretty high to die. Um, I don't know. I like. I just. You know what it is? Like, I have a hard time. Like, he's not necess- He's not really being instrumental in anything. Yeah. You know, and it's still early. Like, okay, four episodes. His, his death would early, cause but, an like excellent amount of conflict since he yeah. has no heir. Like what? Ha- oh yeah. Unless Marjorie's pregnant, we don't know yet. His yeah. death, his death, will um, cause a great amount of conflict. Because they run into. Shout out to my friend Leon, who is like, like they've got to kill Tom, and he thinks that Tom is going to die really soon too. And he was like, then what happens to the throne? And I told him about what the what you were talking about last week about how it actually ends up coming back to Cersei. Mm-hmm. Did you um, see? The, I posted it. Did you see it? Oh no, I didn't see it. I'll go check post- it out. Yeah, I posted it on our page. So anyone listening, if you want to see the genealogy thing I was talking about where they traced back through Tommen's lineage, assuming he actually was a Baratheon, uh, they traced back to find out, because he has no direct heir, to find out who would be his heir if he dies without one. Mm-hmm. And as they went all the way through their lineage, and it all came back to being Cersei, being his heir. So that was pretty cool. We posted it on our page. Um, I can't remember if we posted it on our blog page. If not, I'll do it today. ThousandEyesPodcast.wordpress.com um, Also, on, it's definitely on our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash A Thousand Eyes and One. And I posted it to Twitter as well, Thousand Eyes One O-N-E. Um, so they're there. I will try to post it to our blog page if it's not there already. It's a really good read. And it comes back to Cersei being the heir, which is kind of ironic and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Bonus materials. Going <laughs> <laughs> to do it every time. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the, uh, the Tyrells, you know, they'll want, they need Tommen to live. They do. Marjorie has no claim without him. And she if Marjorie, they need him to live at least long enough for Marjorie to have a son. Yeah. I mean, but they, 
he's not able to yet, is he? Well, he wasn't in the books. He was, well, he yeah, was in the books he was like young. seven. But, uh, but no, he, he and Marjorie yeah, have consummated they their a, marriage. They've consummated their marriage in the show? Yeah, many times over. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember the blushing. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> oh, Tommen. Yeah, and then like what, like I like a side that come kind of unrelated. What do you do with a woman who's married four kings <laughs> or three? Three. Wait, how many kings? Three is she kings. Married? Renly, Joffrey, and now Tommen. And they've all died. Like, what do you do after that? Like, I, you should, I think she'd be seen as a cursed woman. Mm-hmm. What do you do with Marjorie after all this shit? Yeah, whatever. If you have any thoughts on that, let me know. <laughs> uh, where are we now? Where are we going to? to the Dothraki. Yeah. First Jorah oh my and Dario. Um, first of all, Dario is rude as shit. Telling, rude. Telling Jorah that rude. he can't ride the dragon. And how she's wild <laughs> even for him and he's a young man. I was like, oh my god, you are openly just going to talk about smashing your queen like that? He doesn't yep. give a shit. Nope. He's so rude. He doesn't. He's got to rub it in. He's like, Jory, you are never going to get any of this. Yeah. Never, 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 never. It was hilarious. I think he's like doing it. Like, it, I think his uh, his little jibes keep Jorah moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure Jorah moving. He's sure, like, motherfucker, uh, fuck this dude. I'm sure Jorah like, wants him this dead kid. so bad. Oh, yeah. Jorah wants to smash but, him in the face with his yeah, grayscale arm. Yeah, would be pissed. So he knows Jorah has grayscale now. Jorah the Explorer's yep. secret is out. <laughs> I like that Jorah the Explorer. Yeah, his secret yeah, his is secret out. is out. And did you and notice that? Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, Go um, last episode we saw his fingernail, or maybe it was the episode before we saw his fingernail was kind of black. Mm-hmm. Now his fingers mm-hmm. are turning black. Did you notice that? I didn't notice his fingers, but I did notice a patch of arm has gotten way, way bigger. Yeah, the patch of arm has gotten bigger, but his fingers on the opposite hand are turning black as well. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Yeah, go back and look at it. It's spreading. It used to be just the black fingernail, and now it's like black on all, I think, his four fingers. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's spreading. I did like how um, once he once he saw, he was like, oh, okay, I can't let this dude touch my shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't run away like he should have. He's like, yeah. don't worry, you're not going to get it. Um, you know, I, that, I didn't, isn't t- that what I they didn't all touch say? you. Isn't that what they all say? Yeah, don't I know, worry, right? you're not going to get it. <laughs> don't worry, baby. You're not going to um, get it. But he was like, you know what? I'm not going to take any chances. I'm going to handle my own weapons and shit mm-hmm. over here. Um, but... I mean, all grayscaliness aside, I'm glad that they made it. Then. And I'm glad that Jorah deduced that that's where they were taking her. Because yeah. um, he's cause smart. I don't. I think Dario would have been wandering forever looking for her and getting totally lost and probably getting distracted and forgetting about her. Um, and I also like that he remembers, like, he knows the customs of the city, you know? He knows mm-hmm. not to go in there with, with iron because it's sacred ground and you can't spill blood. Yeah, about the metal. spilling blood thing. Um mm-hmm. Jorah said, "If you know, they see that he's the guy, the direct, the Thraki that got killed by Dario. <laughs> um, Jorah said, if they notice that he'd been stabbed, that you yeah. know, they'd be found out and all of that. And so Dario smashes his head in with the rock. But they're not supposed to spill blood. It's not just that you're not supposed to carry blades. They're not supposed to spill. Yeah, excuse me, to spill blood, which is why um, Caldrogo killed 
Viserys with molten gold because he was able to do it without spilling any blood. Exactly, exactly. Which I felt was a uh, when when they when they brought what was the cow's name? I forgot his name. Morrow, Cal Morrow. When when Cal Morrow was talking about when they brought up the fact that his guys had his head smashed in, I thought like his concern would have been uh, a, a little bit greater. Like, wait a second, who's spilling blood in our sacred? It should have. He should have been more alarmed. Yeah. He just didn't he care. Should have been way more. Alarmed. He didn't care. He was thinking about fucking Daenerys. Pretty much. They all just want to rape her so bad. It's like, God, calm down. She is a silver-haired dragon. Fuck down. Um, so, Cal Moreau and the other cows, they straight laughed in, Dan- in Daenerys' face <laughs> when she said she was going to rule them. <laughs> and it's oh, so the- funny. I could. He was getting so mad because he's giving her these threats, and she was standing there with that smirk on her face. Yeah, she's not having it. She's acting like a queen. Yeah, she's acting like a queen, and I'm I, like, I'm so. And the thing is, like, she knows the Dothraki, so she knows that any sign of weakness is going to work against her. And um, I'm glad that she stood her ground and that kind of had to take like their their attitude and their swag, you know. Mm-hmm. She had to she had to adopt it in order for them to take her seriously. Because if she had been like any of the other other old Khaleesi's there, they would have just been like, all right, whatever, <laughs> right, <laughs> whatever, bitch, go back into your go back into your hut and shut up. But she's like, no, she's got big balls and um, she's not afraid to show them. I liked seeing her with the the other younger Khaleesi, the one who got married mm-hmm. when she was twelve and. Her cow broke her ribs for giving her a daughter. Yep. Yep, um, yep, yep. I felt like Daenerys was making her feel really comfortable when she joked that too bad he didn't die sooner and all of that. And then yeah, I was like, and then she, I was like, oh, she's going to die. <laughs> yeah, she reminds me of, uh, of um, Arroway, or was it? Well, the yeah, first, was Arrow, she was the first Arrowway. one that she said, because they even said she was like a lamb person. Yep, um, a lazarine. Yeah, yeah a lazar- so maybe, exactly that, yeah, lazarine. maybe that was a nod at Arroway. That's Shout out to the past. <laughs> um, yeah. And when when and then the, when Jorah yeah. and Dario showed up to just like steal her away, I'm like, are you guys stupid? You could barely get in without killing someone. Like, what makes you think you can yeah. steal this super white woman with super white hair and no one notice you? She's the only yeah. one there that looks like that. It's gonna be pretty obvious exactly. when they see this white exactly. head bobbing out of the city. Now, it's really Dr. stupid mentioned these white, these white men, Jorah the Andal and uh, Dario, and nobody's got little beards or braids. Right. It's like you guys are kind of obvious. Yeah. The covert um, operations powers are not that great. Yeah. But she was uh, smart about it, you know? Cool. She, she knows she was. that. I think God. Yeah. Well, so... We've been talking about how stupid she's been for a yeah, while. I know. We have been. <laughs> And she knew she was immune to fire. She knew she's immune to fire, but in the books, she is not immune to fire. George Martin has said himself that. Yeah, let's clear about that. Yeah, George Martin has said himself that that was a one-time thing. It had to do with the blood magic and all of and the red comet and all these things combined, and it was only going to be a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. But in the show now, we see that in show canon, she is immune to fire. Yeah. We saw her put her hand on the brazier and just like hold it without burning, and that's when I knew trouble was coming. Exactly. I was me like, too. "What is she about she to do?" She grabbed it. I was like, "Oh, she didn't even flinch." Oh yep. shit! And she was and just that's what knocking I said, him down so casually. She looked like Carrie. 
Yeah, right? Right? She knocked it's him so down. It's so funny because I suspected it last week. I was like, oh, she's going to do something with fire and come out and burn. But like, I didn't really think that they were going to go there. I thought that I was just because I like forgot about show cannon and her only being able to do it once. But I'm glad that she did because look at how everybody bowed down when she came out. Yeah. Now she is. She killed burnt. all of the great calls. She killed them all. Now it is her Kalasar. And that's she you know that's Kalasar. the show of strength that they that they look to. Yep, exactly. She did it. And you know, there's always that like really awkward like all these brown people bowing to this white woman. It's like that weird like yeah. Oh, I don't know how I feel about there's that. There's always that. Yeah, yeah that is always. I thought I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> yeah, it's not just you. It's kind of like uh... okay. It's yeah. definitely. I mean, there's there was definitely like a white savior theme throughout this episode mm-hmm. in general between Tyrion yeah. and, and Danny. In any case, I, I was really totally, happy totally. to see her completely just sun the Dothraki because now she has a huge Dothraki ar- uh, army. Mm-hmm. We will see Drogo come back. And yep, he will. They're going to head back to Marine. So now she has Dothraki army. She has her Unsullied. She has dragons, which now they're, they're comfortable with Tyrion, so who knows if they'll be able to be controlled mm-hmm. or not. We have Drogon, which is, um, he's not exactly her dragon. him either, but, you know, that's her dragon. But he's hers. That, exactly. He's hers because you can only ride one dragon. Right. One dragon, so, one rider. So with all of this combined, her coming back to Marine is going to shake shit up. And it goes back to what we were saying before about Tyrion saying they're gonna, he's going to give the slaver seven years to phase slavery out. It's not going to mm-hmm, take seven mm-hmm. years because Danny's going to show up and just kill everyone. No, she's gonna she's gonna take over, and Dothraki love nothing more than than entering a city and killing everybody. <laughs> right, that's the shit they love. And Marine, think about like Marine and Yunkai and Astapor, which are cities that basically that that they trade with. They say, hey, you know what? We don't want you to fuck us up. So here's a bunch of gifts. Give the gift right. horse loads gifts. They, and that's um, how we deal with them. One of the now cows they're gonna come back it. and take whatever the fuck they want. One of the cows mentioned it. He was saying that I think he said like Yunkai is offered ten thousand horses for her. And Kyle Morrow didn't care about that. So they know, too. And it's like, if they can get the whole city by following her instead of just 10,000 horses, I can't imagine that they turn that down. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that fucks shit up. That's the motivation that she needs to move them. Not only did you just kill all the leaders, which she's really good at doing, she, like, (laughs) assassinated the leaders and then she's like hey but also they were talking they were thinking and that's what that was my favorite part about her speech in there she's like oh you want 10,000 horses whatever you guys are thinking small Kyle Jogo was ready to ride the wooden horses across the sea and take over a whole new world what are you talking about you're talking about conquering the next village fuck out of here it was great 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 and she's got she's got all that to promise them we're going to take Marine first of all we're going to take Marine back and handle that and then we're going to go west we're going to go to Westeros to take over. And, um, I mean, I don't know where she's going to get the That was actually my, my next question oh, for that. you. Is Do you think that it sparked her desire to go to Westeros? Because before she was getting really comfortable in Marine. But do mm-hmm. you think that all of this now is going to spark her desire to head back to Westeros? Yeah. I, yeah, I do. Because I think the only thing that was holding her back besides the civil war that was breaking out in Marine because of like her freeing the slaves and everything was the fact that she didn't have an army. And now she does. Mm-hmm. Now she does, you know. Uh, if Kyle Drogo had lived, like, she was, she had just gotten to the point of convincing him, like, hey, you know what? If I want my son is born, we're going to go back and we're going to take his throne for him and da-da-da. I'll give you your iron chair and all this shit. But, um, 
Yeah, no, I think and that she's got, she's got to go. She's got to she go. She has now. a much bigger army now than she did with just Cal Drogo, because now this yep, is exactly. multiple Cal's. Um, exactly. Calisars. There's multiple Calisars. So it's way mm-hmm. more people than before. And, you know, people show a bit of fear when they talk about Dothraki screamers. Yep. So you have all these Dothraki screamers with your Unsullied inside. It's going to be a fucking clusterfuck. They're going to, yeah, she's, she's going to fuck shit up. And something major would have to happen. And I feel like, you know, again, she's been reborn. Oh my God. Amidst, mm-hmm. amidst uh, what is it? Salt and smoke. Salt this is her smoke. second time. This is her third time yep. being born amidst, you know, yep. salt and smoke. Fire and blood. Yep. Yes. She's yes, got to get yes. some flame retardant clothing, though. <laughs> yeah, she just really be naked does. All she the time. <laughs> no. Or keep her hair, which I was like, ah, oh, come on. In the books, her hair burned at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the hair can burn. Um, but yeah, no, she's. Yeah, she's got. I'm finally Daenerys is interesting again. Yeah, and I'm excited about that because she was getting boring, but it's good to like. You know what it is? It's like she went back to what she knew. You know, mm-hmm. she was able to go back to a society and a culture that she she knew the inner workings of. Like, let it, I mean, we all know that she was a stranger or whatever, but she was very much in love with her call and le- and learned too because it was her first opportunity to be a, a real person outside of hanging out with her brother. Um, so I think that the fact that they underestimated her was very, very much ended up working out in her favor. And now she can go back to Marine and fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Ready. Ready. I love it. She just got to try to somehow keep Jogo from um, eating all the Kalasar's horses and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have to work on that. And next stop, dragon training. But the only person who knows anything about dragons is Tyrion, so she's got to get back to Marine if she wants that to happen, I guess. I was just going to say, we'll have to see what happens in Marine with the dragons. Because now they trust Tyrion, and they're also unchained. Uh-huh. They haven't come out of their their little lair or whatever, but there are two unchained dragons that could potentially come loose. And if Drogon works his way back, they're going to join him. Oh, yeah, totally. He's the brother who is free. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Dothraki up, fire. Uh, chapter was awesome. Yeah, dude. I was I feel like, did we miss something? Was that all that happened? Oh, yeah. We talked about the whole show, the whole um, episode. What the fuck? Really? That was fast. <laughs> it wasn't that fast because. We no, I'm like looking at like, the time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one o'clock. Ah, but it... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My phone's, like, almost dead. I should turn the brightness down. That was silly. And I can't see it. <laughs> well, well, yeah, no, it was it was great. I was happy with this episode. Um, I will probably go back and watch it again because I did like it. The other ones, I'm kind of like, ah, but this one I think I'll watch again. There was just so much. There was, like, Sansa and Jon and Baelish is back and, you know, Asha's dead and Ramsay. What's his next move? What's his next? What's Ramsey's next move? I mean, what what do you do? Do you leave Winterfell and march for the north, or do you come help the? Um, I don't know what his next move is. Um, there's just, there's just a lot, and it's like what what you said a couple of weeks ago. It's just at this point you're just waiting for the cards to fall into place, you know, waiting yeah. for the shoes to drop. And this episode was very gratifying. I think everybody that I've spoken to so far about it has been like, 
it was all about this episode. This episode was great. Like everybody, I haven't spoken to anybody who's like, nah, fuck this shit. No, I love Except, this episode. It's yeah. everything I've been waiting for since the first episode. The first episode yep. was crazy. So much happened. And then the next two were more so like world building episode. They weren't bad episodes. Yep, exactly. And I always appreciate the world building episodes. It's just it, leave, it doesn't leave mm-hmm. me with a lot to talk about. Yeah. But this episode, yeah. I'm I'm so into it, and I'm really looking yeah, I, forward to next episode, the fifth episode. It has to be, it's gonna have to be really crazy. I don't know what that episode mm-hmm. is called. I looked it up before. I can't remember what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I think you know what the thing is with the world building episodes. It always makes you have to kind of dig back to the book. And if you haven't read the book, you're just kind of like, oh, well, I guess we can't really talk about that. Because I find that we're always re- going back to the book much more in these world building episodes because you're kind of just drawing up what you know and then getting confused. <laughs> Like, hey, did this actually happen? Oh, yes, no, yes, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, I yeah, mean, the, like, that's same where a thing lot here. Of, I was... That's where a lot of the world building is, mm-hmm. is from the books. There's so much background information. Oh, my God, um, so much. That you don't really get with the show, which is fine. I mean, there, you can't put yeah. everything in the show. The show would be horrible I... if they started trying to fill in all the history and, oh, you God. know, all that stuff. It would be, be so long. <laughs> It would be an awful show. God, it'd be like 20 years long. 20 years long. Yeah. I think that, like, out of everything that, that uh, I was excited about Daenerys coming through the fire and becoming the unburnt again, mm-hmm. and John and Sansa, and I guess just, like, my little low-key excitement of the episode was Torg and, uh, <laughs> and Brienne. Oh, Tormund I love that moment. Tor- yeah, Tormund and Brienne. And then, like, even in the, when they were in, when they were eating too in the hall, he's like giving her looks, <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck is he looking at?" I'm like, ah, ha ha! I love it. I love it. I want to see what happens with that. I want to see them. Like, if if nothing happens, I at least just want to see them fight together. Yeah, that would be badass. Mm-hmm. Damn, <laughs> Danny came out like, "Who the fuck do you think I is?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was so fucking oh, great. Screaming. She walked out, and you could just hear them in the thing, and the, the doors are barred, and everybody's kind of gathering around. There were so and many just, yeah, and then for then Jora and Daria to walk up and bow too after everybody. Bow down, Jora. It's right? your fault. Who do you think you? Who do you think you are? I wonder if he tells her that she's got grayscale. Because the other thing is, like, you know what? Because I don't. Because Shireen is, I guess, the only other person that we've really seen with grayscale in the show. Poor mm-hmm. Shireen, R.I.P. Um, but it'll be interesting to kind of see it, the whole thing play out. Because Daria was like, do you know what happens? And he was like, yes, I know what happens. <laughs> um, which I think leaves us as an audience to be like, oh, well, what the fuck happens? Like, we know. If you read the books and stuff, like, you know. But well, to kind of see no, grayscale but, um, get progressed. Gilly actually talked about fine. it, though. So in the show, you oh, do know. I don't remember Gilly, that. Yeah, Gilly talked about one of her sisters who got grayscale and eventually went mad from it, and they had to, like, lock her in a shed. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Raving oh, the Jura. Next, the next episode is called The Door. I don't know oh. what that's going to refer to. Is this to. a brand thing? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe it's a door to the Tower of Joy. <gasps> or the door to... Um, the wall. I don't know. Oh, I hope it's door to the Tower of Joy. The next three episodes are the door, blood of my blood, and the broken man. I really hope the door has to has to do with uh, Tower of Joy and the broken man. I think might be Septon Maribald. 
Do you remember Septon Maribald in Feast of Crows? He gave that long yep. speech about uh, these broken men. Mm. I won't yep. get into the yep. speech yep. just in case that is what it's about. Or, but, blood um, of my blood is totally Dothraki. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the door. Ah, okay. You ready to so much sign look off? forward to. Ah, there's so much to look forward to. I'm I'm really really enthusiastic about this. Pick it up again. Yay! Ah. This has been a good season though. Yeah, Way better it has than been. season five. It has been. I guess we'll also yeah, see what I happens think... in Dorne. Actually, when you know what? I guess they have to come back. But has have they been like we haven't done anything or heard about it in a letter? But like they mentioned, mentioned it, but I don't know. But they go back. My one question with Dorne is: Are there no other noble houses? How is Dorne going to be run by yep. a bastard woman? Well, Dorne is used to having women rulers. And they're not yeah. weird about bastards either. But she's a bastard. Mm-hmm. She's not from the Martell family. And it's her, the three bastard Oberyn's daughters. You would yep. think that somebody from one of the major houses would take over. Not just let. Well, maybe that's what's coming. Maybe. Because Dorne has an army too. And they will probably, like, you know. I guess the, the, who would Dorne swear their allegiance to now? Because Marcella's dead. So that Lannister allegiance is kind of gone. So it's that with the throne. But um, I don't know. Maybe Baelish, Peter Baelish, will work some magic down <laughs> in Jordan. Show up there next. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Really we good at that. To, yeah, we don't have to get into that right now. When we get a little bit more information, we'll have a better idea. Dorn. Fucking Dorn. <sighs> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> they robbed us of the brown women characters so hard. <laughs> I know. One fell swoop. Ugh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can find us. Several oh, yeah. places. Find us. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash a thousand eyes and one. We're on Twitter. Our at is thousand eyes one O-N-E. We are also on WordPress, thousandeyespodcast.wordpress.com. And you can also email us, email us at thousand eyes podcast at gmail.com hit us up you can shoot the shit and talk about whatever you want give us ideas give us you know fade requests um thoughts mm-hmm. on the episode fact checking whatever it is hit us up we respond yeah. um it's been all right cool we're done awesome yeah <laughs> Get it twisted. This is my shit. Bow down, bitches. Bow down, bitches. Bow, bow down, bitches. Bow down, bitches. Bow, bow down, bitches. H-Town, bitches. H-H-Town, bitches. I'm so crown, crown. Bow down, bitches. I'm making man cakes.